Till the tears run down from my eyes Lord, somebody, ooh, somebody Can anybody find me? Alexa, play hits from Queen. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. On tonight's episode Love of Confessions. Talk Radio. On tonight's episode Wendy of Confessions. Hey guys, Wendy Williams clowns Nicki Minaj on her show while a day or two later. Remy shows up dressed in funeral gear. R.I.P. Nikki. <laughs> On another note, we have a political family member just sleeping with other family members. That's ridiculous. And Meek Mills makes a homeless man do push-ups for $20. How unhumble. Good evening, world. This is your host, Angel Vondrina. And if I messed up, I meant to say Remy Ma shows up dressed in funeral gear, okay? I don't know if I said that, but that's exactly what I meant. Hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, y'all? How we doing tonight? How we doing? Y'all know that this is your other host, Jen Mosby. And what are we doing, Jen? We are listening to Confession Session. You didn't say I'm your host, Angel Vondrina, okay? So, hey, I did say sure that. First of all, I did say it. Don't try and play me out because your ass is late, okay? Don't try and play late. me out. I was not late. <laughs> I, know. I cannot log I know. I cannot log into um Blog Talk Radio so I have to call in if I can't I use the studio thing. for some reason. So it's just more shit. Always have something. you been emailing them by the way? No, huh? I have not had an opportunity. No, I have not had an opportunity to. But you know what? I will because it's been so consistent with the issues and the screw ups and it's getting absolutely ridiculous. This is a paid service and our you know, our listeners, they don't want to hear it. You know, bullshit. They want to know that we are prepared and on point, and they, as well as we, you know. So mm-hmm. it's just getting really frustrated. But don't worry, guys. Once we, you know, get on point and get popping, we will move to a better paid website or, you know, podcast where we can pay and actually have you guys tune in and listen to everything will be popping and on point. But anyways, guys, we have a ton of crap to talk about today, and we're so excited. But before we get into all of that junk, Jen, how was your trip to Washington, D.C.? I'm so glad you made it home safely. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> it was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, you know, I wasn't there for long, um, just a couple of nights or whatever, but um, yeah. I had a good time. You know, when I usually go, I just, you know, chill and you know, hit up a few spots. I did eat. Oh, my God, we went to this place called uh, Cuba Libre, and it was like um, Cuba Libre. Like a Cuban, like, brunch, like, or whatever, mm. but oh my god, it was like all you can eat for thirty really? bucks, and then it was like yeah, and it was like bottomless cocktails or like whatever you want for like sixteen dollars. So it was like basically like fifty wow. bucks with tax, including tax. You can do whatever you fuck you want. So I walked out that motherfucker sick. Like I ate so much, and I drank <laughs> so many mimosas. I had some leech mimosas; they were Yay. delicious. But I just ate so much food, it was just so fucking psycho. Um, yeah, so well, wait till we go to like, Vegas. It's going to be crazy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I went to this <laughs> spot called uh, Denson. It's like this liquor bar or whatever. It was really cute. Uh, it reminds me of, um, it's a spot called Foxes, and it's like a speakeasy kind of style. And it's like, you okay. know, below ground and, 
you know, it's like kind of low key, um, but it was just like really cute. Um, good. Well, the music was a little late, but the cocktails were good. Um, everybody in there looked really nice or whatever. And nice. then we went to, um, yeah, we went to this gay club. It was called like Number Nine or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you all know, even though I'm gay, it's like gay clubs are not like really my scene because like. <laughs> I just maybe I just haven't found like the right kind of like gay spot because I just want to go somewhere where it's like chill and it's like gay people right. like me like you know what I'm saying it's not like press you know and yeah it, I mean if you are single still like I don't want to you know I know some people go out for that but it's just annoying I'd rather go to straight clubs because it's just like I don't want to get hit on and it was just like and exactly <laughs> the reason why I don't go like it happened twice and I thought we was there for all of what an hour. And it was like this Dang. fucking raggy ass dude, like this raggy ass dude walked up to me, like hair looking a fucking mess, asking me if I wanted to buy him a drink. And I was like, asking me and my boyfriend if, if we wanted to buy him a drink. And I was like, no. And he just like kind of laughed and like walked up. I'm like, seriously. And then like this other guy, like he like complimented me and I like laughed it off. And I was like, dang. And then he started, like, grabbing on me, and I'm like, seriously, like, come on. Whoa! Like, what are you doing? And that's, and that's just what, like, that's the shit they do, and that's why I don't really buy it. Because they just be nah. so, every time I go to the club, it's like, I always have, like, those issues. It's like, I feel like being, like, a female, like, in, like, you know, normal nightclubs and shit like that, like, you go to, like, a little rap club, but they just do the it's not so like in my private, but he just grabbing. No, not my private area, but he just like grabbing my coat. coat what the fuck? Why are you touching me? My boyfriend was like, he was trying not to pass, and I was just, I just kind of moved, you know. But <laughs> you know, I can't believe it's I just like, Wow, that nigga was bold. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And I mean, it's just like I mean, it kind of it kind of makes sense. Like if you see two people that's not clearly not searching the crowd. We're not looking around. Because I try to make sure I don't make contact with no niggas. Like, no eye contact. Because I don't want interested. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I try to right. focus on the people that I'm with and the music. Like, that's it. Like, when I go to a gay spot. So it's just like, if you, like, clearly are, like, going out of your way and you see, right. like, like, what are you doing? Um, that's crazy. Then, yeah. But I had a good time, you know, just everywhere, basically drunk the entire time. But I had a good time. <laughs> good. That's what I'm saying. Like, when we go to Vegas, you're going to love, when we go to Vegas, you're going to love the Bacchanal. Now, it's not $30. You know, it's it's more like, you know, for two people, for brunch, you know, it's more like $116. But for two people, you know, it's $50-something a person. And it is just yeah, delightful. It was $50 a person. It's just delightful. Okay, yeah, well, shit, it's going to be just like that when you go to Vegas and you go hit the Bacchanal. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Trust me, you're going to love it. Free, you know, um, well, not free, but mimosas come with the food. And then, I mean, you just get, like, all these crab legs, king crab, you know, and all these shrimp and chicken and waffles in, like, a cute little basket and just these tasty-ass treats. And, I mean, you see motherfuckers making crepes right in front of your eyeballs, and it's like, hell yeah, bitch. Put me and this motherfucker on a plate. And it's just amazing. Like, you see people cooking food. I mean, it's crazy. And they have different sections. Like, they have, like, one section where they have the, um like, the 
the the Asian food, another like the seafood, another section where it's like just the eggs, and then you can have like oh my god, it I cannot freaking wait to go back there. I'm just trying to let you know. I'm trying to let you know, but I'm glad you <laughs> overall had a, a fantastic and amazing time. My weekend has been it's been pretty decent. I've been going around shopping and. You know, you guys know, like I said last week, we got the house. So my husband been going around shopping for furniture and uh, washing dryers and different things like that. We need a couple more TVs, a fireplace, different things like that for the house. So we just been looking at stuff and things like that, trying to figure out, okay, what we actually need and what what we want versus what we need. And everything is more so of a want. So <laughs> except the washing and dryer, we need that. But other than that, we just really excited and just been looking up prices and stuff like that. And that's exciting within itself, knowing that you pay for your first washer and dryer without, you know, any help, without any, you know, counting on any additional funds to come on in. It's just been really a blessing to be able to afford these type of things and, you know, stuff like that. So I'm just overall blessed, and I'm happy that I have a solid marriage and everything is going really good. We got our one baby still and ain't trying to have no more trying to get popping with school and stuff. So everything has been a true blessing, you know. But overall, yeah, we just like to see what happens, and hopefully we can afford everything. <laughs> yes, yes. Before we well, get into our hot topics, yes, I'm trying to let you know, baby. Before we get into these hot topics, y'all, we um, make sure you guys check us out on Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, YouTube, Tumblr, and, of course, our podcast, even though they be fucking up for no reason at all. <laughs> but um, before we get into once again the hot topics, Jenna's gonna hit y'all with the daily question, our confession of the day, and it's a good one. And I have a great comment on it. So go ahead, Jen. Yes. Um. So question of the day is, what is the best way to handle drama in a professional environment? Again, what is the best way to handle drama in a professional environment? Yes. And let's get on to those amazing topics. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean I was there, man. It was a pretty pretty slow week, but still just some interesting <laughs> you know, things to talk about. Uh so mm-hmm. according to the Grio, Dr. John Basilvinus Wilson Junior, president of Morehouse College, says he was disappointed after leaving the White House Tuesday. Doctor Wilson says his disappointment stems from the promises from the Trump administration that were not fulfilled. The White House has been calling the executive decision revolutionary when in fact it was all it did was move the HBCU initiative away from the Department of Education and into the White House. No more money was granted because of the executive order, which left HBCU leaders disappointed and underwhelmed. And Dr. Wilson ended with, in general, the meetings were a troubling beginning to what must, must, I say, be a productive relationship. Wow. So what? So what are you saying to me right now that, they sat up there and they uh, was acting fraud. Are they? So they sat up there. They had this whole meeting and nothing has come about. No additional money is. They were being the be, administration was being dramatic as usual. It was a lot of talk and no nothing. Like he didn't do anything to the order. Like we talked about last week on the show, they mm-hmm. wanted the funds to be doubled for them to right. have a chance because HBCUs are failing right now. It's not a lot of federal money going to them, so they were asking for the money to be doubled. So they met with the Trump administration on the basis that the executive executive order that he was going to sign was going to be, like, one of the best and, and, you know, the most that any administration has offered them. But it was he signed basically the same damn 
the same damn order that every president has signed when it comes Are to HBCUs. And actually what he did yeah. was all the only difference was he moved it from where the Department of Education would handle HBCUs is now a branch in the White House. So it's like someone else is overlooking, you know, HBCUs instead of it being under, like, this whole umbrella. So, I I'm mean, done. it was nothing. Yeah. I'm done. I'm so sick of everybody just not doing what the fuck they were supposed to do. Why was this so important? Why was this such a huge commotion, a big article? You have all of these. You have all of you people, quote unquote, inside the damn office, and for what? For not a damn thing. You wasting everybody's time. Like mm-hmm. there, there was no reason for you to even have to call the meeting if you was going to keep everything the same way. You're not changing a damn thing, Mister Orange Crush. And it's just like I'm, I'm done. You're fraud. Like how? How? What is your opinion on what he did and on why he did it? Uh, exact same shit. I mean, I'm not surprised, you know. I'm not surprised uh, You know, I was kind of annoyed because I'm like, why are these presidents meeting with this horrible person? Like, he doesn't matter, you know. But at the same time, it's like you have to look at the bigger outlook. They're not, they're not going based on how they feel. It's like for the betterment of the schools and the entire historically black college university school system, you know. And they were hoping to get a chance, but I mean, it's, it's more of the same old, same old with them. Like, I'm nothing that they do, honestly, it's surprising me. I just want to know what's going on with this whole, you know, Trump administration having ties to Russia. Like, is this enough? What they're saying now, you know, it's like two people in that administration that have direct links and have, and have had personal contact, off-the-record contact with, Russia administration. It's like the fact that these people still are not pursuing this, you know, and impeaching right. this man or looking into impeachment to me is crazy. It's just like, what more do you want? Like, because this gets to a point where this man is ruining our country and yeah. nobody's caring. Like, they don't care. They're going to only like, care when it affects wanna... them. Exactly. Exactly. Like, they just want to get what, what they want done and by every, you know, the, what is it, the three the three branches all the Republican, it's like they get a lot of shit done. Mm-hmm. They're trying to yeah. ignore everything, but it's just like, come on. Y'all was pissed right, about yeah. Clinton having, well, y'all pissed with Hillary Clinton having a private email account, and this motherfucker is talking directly to Russia. Two people <laughs> in, in his administration were traitors. Two people. Mm-hmm. Shit, and nobody's done to- anything. It, it comes of from course. the head down. He was a traitor, too. So, I mean, shit, they thought it was okay, too. Uh, it's just, you know, like everybody say, fuck Donald Trump. Hey, fuck Donald Trump, you know? <laughs> and, like, fuck it. We know that it's going to go downhill. It's probably going to be another fucking Great Depression, recession, and everything else. So, just as long as you got your money stacked, like you consistently say, you'll be eyes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just make sure you might even have to take the bitches out the bank. You know what I'm saying? And just stack your bread and stack it inside that nice little safe in your house to make sure that you are always on point and that queen with the T at the end is in a safe area. Because um, okay. ain't nothing going to happen. You know, he, he's just bullshitting. But anyways, guys, we're going to move on to a new topic. Swimming pigs found dead in the Bahamas at the tourists gave them beer and rum. 
you can only imagine how huge and how big of an attraction it would be for individuals to see pigs swimming. Well, a little while ago, eight pigs, they were found dead in the at the Exuma Pig Beach, where the animals have lived for the last 30 years. You may have even spotted the pigs freely roaming on the beach on the episode of The Bachelor, but it's believed it died from food poisoning. Now the Bohemian government has sort of stopped the tour with feeding the pigs. Wade Nixon owns the swimming pigs along with his business partner, Don Ro- I think it's Rowell. I apologize if I said his name wrong. But Nixon bought the pigs over in the 1990s, and he wanted to, to build pretty much like a pig farm. Also, it's been stated that Taraji P. Henson, man, y'all know Taraji P. Henson, empire is all I should have to say. But Taraji P. Henson, her man, was apparently one of the tourists that gave the pigs beer and rum. So he's under fire because of that. How do you feel about this issue, the pigs getting rum, and now these eight pigs dying based off of this issue? Also, I just want to say that they are really cracking down. Like the Bohemian government, they're not playing no games. It's like, because this, this is a lot of money. You know, this is a huge tourist attraction, so. They're losing a lot by these pigs being dead. But anyways, I'm sorry. Go ahead and what, how do you feel about this right here? No, I, no, I think it's that's kind of crazy. Like the whole situation. Like I yeah. mean, how people even comfortable with like fucking with pigs? You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> and letting them walk up on them. Like I'll be scared as fuck about taking a pig walk on me. But I think it's just like come on now, you know. That's like why would you want to give? Why would you want to get a damn pig drunk? Like that's not even like to me. It just seems like <laughs> wouldn't you think that's like abusive? You know what I'm saying? Like it's I don't stupid. Know. Yeah, to me, it's, to me, it's clear. They're drunk. They want to get the pigs drunk. You're a entire adult. Why would you give the pig beer and rum? Okay, that is just to me absolutely unacceptable. It's obnoxious. It's obnoxious. It's crazy. I can't even imagine. Like, I mean, why would you give that to a pig? You know, it's mm-hmm. like, what the fuck are you doing? Why would you do that? It makes no sense to me. And I, you should definitely be ashamed of yourself. But that's just my opinion on it. And I feel like Taraji P. Henson. You know, she should probably slap the hell out of her her man for doing something so ignorant. But, you know, whatever. It is what it is. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, but anyway, we're going to move on to the next topic, y'all. Something that's better than crazy psychopaths. Giving people pigs. Giving pigs drinks. (laughs) So Usher pretty much admits that his was that his song, John? Oh gosh, are we are we doing this again? Is this happening I'm trying to again? Connect. Can you hear me? Oh, I'm like, oh, yeah, I can hear you. I'm like, oh my god, is this happening again? <laughs> I'm talking about to beat your ass, no, but yeah, Usher did. Is that the song that he was talking about? That how he admits, can we talk? Is that was that his song or? Oh well, uh, let me let me get into it. I'm sorry, you guys. We're having. I'm just trying to. Uh, just, everything and make sure everything's going right. Okay, so um, according to The Shade Room in a Questlove Supreme interview with Questlove Hold on. (laughs) 
Okay, I'm going to start over. According to the Shade Room, in a Questlove Supreme interview with Questlove for Pandora, the singer explains that the biggest regret of his career was not working with young Chris Brown. He says, so uh, his manager comes in, they show him to me. I was working on an album at this time. They wanted him to perform on this album. I was like, okay, cool. Then I went to my team and they was like, I don't, um, I don't think this is you. I don't think you should work with this artist. Then he left. Chris Brown, he states that the person was Chris Brown. Later in the interview, Usher revealed that Tevin Campbell's Can We Talk was originally written for him. He also states, when I first signed to the Face Records, I wanted Babyface to work on me, and they were going to, they were going through, you know, a lot of drama at the time. They were kind of severing their ties. He got mad, and he built an entire album for me, and he gave the whole album to somebody else. And the person was Tevin Campbell. He says, Tevin Campbell's Can We Talk was my song. Wow. You know, that's another crazy thing about the industry as well. It's like, you know, you never know. Once you get inside this type of position, inside this type of job, things can be overwhelming. Things can actually happen, you know, mm-hmm. and you're you're not really in control of the type of things that happen, you know. So I don't know. I feel like if that was his song, then he should have went probably behind his back and did what he had to do. I know me, if, some, if something was my song, I mean, but – also, another factor goes, like, did he make the, did he create or make the song? Right. Um, did who create or make the song? Usher? Usher, yeah. Uh, no. So, <laughs> they said, the well, yeah, I mean, they, like, you know, back in the day, the like, they then. wrote the entire project, you know what I'm saying, okay. for them. Well, it is what it is, Usher. I mean, if you ain't create or make the song, you ain't sit down on your booty and literally create and write that song, you know, it's not yours, baby. I'm sorry to tell you, but right. yeah, he was supposed to give it to you. But overall, you know, that's, this is the industry. This is how it works. Maybe he found a better singer than you. You know what I'm saying? Right. But that's just my opinion on it. What do you feel? I feel the exact same way. I mean, a lot of times we all have, you know, I don't know. Like we all have like our doubts and what we feel like would have worked and what we should have done. And it's just like, I feel like the whole Teba Campbell situation that was out of his control. Like he didn't have no control of, it wasn't like he didn't want the song. Like I hear about artists who. You hear about artists who do what? Hello? Jen? Jen Othello Mosby fans? What do you hear about artists that do? I think that the microphone is messing up again, Jen. Um, but I think that because of that, what we're going to do is go into the next topic because I'm not really sure when he's going to be able to hop back on um, the show. So this actual topic, guys, it is crazy. It is like a four-part topic. This is going to be a four-part story. Um, Wendy Williams crowns Nicki Minaj about shelter, uh, sheeper, excuse me. Remy Ma went on the Wendy Williams show. Foxy Brown made a diss track for Remy Ma. And Remy made another diss to Nicki Minaj called Another One. Let's get started, y'all. So, first, Wendy Williams clowned Nicki Minaj about sheeper and offered her some advice. She said, we're still waiting on Nicki Minaj to respond to Remy Ma's sheeper. So far, Safari Samuels, which is Nicki Minaj's ex, has tipped his hat to Remy for the undeniably monster diss. Also, as far as Nicki, 
Wendy advises her to respond in fast. She stated, you have until midnight to clap back or everyone is looking at you crazy. She also says that Nikki needs to, her ex-man to pin the response. Now, she did a little low blow with that one, I must admit. But we're going to go into uh, what's going on right now with Nick, uh, with Remy Ma. Remy Ma showed up on the Wendy Williams show, and they already had a pre-planned visit as far as the Wendy Williams show, but obviously this is more fuel to the fire. Remy Ma and Fat Joe, they were guests on the Wendy Williams show this past Friday, March 3rd. After talking about the Grammys, the 2017 Grammys, of course, the Sheeter, um information, all of that, came up the diss track. And when um, asked why was Nicki Minaj targeted, Remy said it wasn't that she was targeted. Sheeter was a response. She stated, I feel it's weird because Nikki's been doing this to a lot of females from Little Kim, Mariah Carey, Taylor Swift, Hannah Montana, and no one has said anything about it. When Wendy inquired about what exactly Nikki did, Remy goes into detail, and she stated some things I was not aware of. She said that you had nothing to do with the little subliminal stuff on the record. She didn't care about the records. It was a behind-the-scenes thing, things that people like me and you did not know about. So far as, you know, trying to keep her off the red carpet, trying to make sure that awards don't go to her. She said that she was, um, Nicki Minaj was trying to make sure that she was not, you know, she wouldn't be in attendance at particular places, trying to make uh, people make bad reports about her album sales, and just anything that, you know, she's doing a whole bunch of things to make her look less and make herself as Nicki Minaj look better. She said, now, when you, Nick, uh, Remy Ma said, when you're trying to stop my dad, when you're trying to stop me from taking care of my children, then I have a problem with that. A lot of people also was like, what's going on with the outfit? Like, why are you wearing that outfit? She stayed mm-hmm. hit because she had like a black, um, like it looked like a funeral outfit <laughs> going on. And Remy said that um, she's pretty much, she came appropriate for the services. Her grandmother told her to never speak ill of the dead. Now, so pretty much she said that Nicki Minaj is R.I.P., baby. And while all of this is going down, Foxy Brown, okay, the last is Remy Ma, Brooklyn rapper. She's, you guys, if you don't know who Foxy Brown is, like I said in the pre-episode, look her up. She is, you know, the hip-hop veteran, you know, allegedly gearing up to drop a diss track or she geared up to drop a diss track on Remy Ma. And so this is what I've been hearing. Nikki and a fellow rapper, Foxy Brown, her friend, are friends, are their friends, and Foxy, she's shown a lot of support to Nicki Minaj on occasions. Foxy Brown was also reported to have damaged her ears, and now it's hard to read it, hear him, excuse me, do some loud music while recording the studio. And on Remy Ma's diss track, she implied that uh, Nicki was talking to a deaf bitch, and the deaf bitch apparently was Foxy Brown, and so that's why she did her <laughs> clap back, yeah, and so that's why she did her clap back on Foxy Brown, and, you know, Foxy Brown also stated, you know, Jay-Z gave her gonorrhea and Remy accused, is accused of being a bad influence on young black girls. However, she shot a woman and went to prison. So in return, she is saying that Nikki is misleading the young black girls. And finally, Remy Ma dropped another diss track to Nicki Minaj called Another One. Remy Ma released another one, which is her second diss track in less than a week. And it was aimed squarely at Nicki Minaj. The track mirrors the flow and circumstances of Drake Brack's back. And if you heard the, if you heard it, another one, it literally sounds just like back to back. A lot of people was like, I can do. We could have did without that second track. And you know, I, I just don't know. It's crazy. It's a lot of drama. 
and she she's pretty much she clapped back for all of this based off the um the the issue or the the whatever had happened with Nicki Minaj and her diss track to Remy Ma from Gucci Mane's track Make Love. So all of this shit is going down. All of these females are in this little like triangular love fucking hate circle triangle, <laughs> and this is mm-hmm. ridiculous. How do you feel about this issue with Remy Ma going on Wendy Williams, or Remy, Remy Ma into with Nicki Minaj, with Foxy Brown, you know, the ancient hip-hop rapper coming at wow, Remy Because, well, Foxy Brown is pretty, you know, she's older. You know, I haven't mm-hmm. heard anything from Foxy Brown since, you know, I was born. And, um, wow. you know, it, it's, I'm not trying to shit on her or anything like that because she's still some, somebody that everybody knows. It's just this, like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, I'm going to kill this bitch. You know, it's like, oh, okay, well, kill her then. You know, what are you going to do? You know, and I heard everything. <laughs> and it's just, it was just crazy. I mean, so, I'm sorry. Yeah, how was your feelings on this? I feel like it's it's a, a, a few things because she did really. Oh, I was like, wow, yes, accent um, when she had did that, but um. It's a few things I can see, you know, from the Wendy Williams interview, why um, Remy Ma is going so hard. Because at first, yes. you know, and I think I think she's a G for not even coming forward and saying that. Like, you know, if, if Nicki Minaj is doing all this shit and she know of it, and the fact that she's not even, she still and publicly is making it out like they got love for each other I feel like okay well she was still trying to be the bigger person and then when she came yep. and did when Nicki Minaj directly sent direct shots to her you know what you what what did you expect you know what I'm saying exactly um but as far as now I think after this interview and I think after I don't think she should have she should have made another one another one in my opinion was whack as fuck like I just whack like, is okay. a bitch <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, what are you, what are you doing? Um, but now, even now, I still fuck with Remy. You know what I'm saying? So don't do no more. Be low key about it. Let it go. You don't want to be in every interview. You know what I'm saying? Talking about somebody else, especially a motherfucker you don't like. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't mm-hmm. think if Nicki Minaj was doing interviews, maybe you know initially they would ask, but it wouldn't be the whole conversation would not be about Remy Ma. And I feel like. The whole entire Wendy's William Wendy Williams interview was about Nicki Minaj. You know, you know what I'm saying? That's not what you want, you know. And I was listening to like what Charlemagne was saying. He was saying that it could have been Nicki Minaj baited Remy Ma. Like everything she did was she wanted her to talk about her because Nicki Minaj is gearing up to release the album. Sources are saying, and you know, with her releasing this diss track. Now you have to explain this. So everywhere you go, they're going to be asking you. So it's more people talking about Nicki Minaj and then it's going to be more pressure on her, but she's ready. Maybe she's ready to deliver on that pressure. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I, I, it was just, when I first heard it, literally this is my first time I heard it. And I'm like, why is she doing like a Drake back to back? Like that was super duper lame to me. So I heard the first chorus and, you know, the first verse, and well, I won't say the first chorus, but the first verse. And I told mm-hmm. my husband, I called him like right away, like you heard Remy Ma's new diss track. I mean, this shit whack as a bitch. And then I heard like, then I listened to it again, and then I listened to it again. And at that third time, I was still, I was like, oh shit, she's snapping. 
you know, like, okay, you know, and then as far as Foxy Brown goes, I was just like, what are you doing? Like, nobody cares. Nobody has even spoke really on what you're doing. Like, I'm going to kill this bitch. I'm like, I was just like, what, <laughs> <laughs> what is you going Foxy on? Brown, now that is the bed, honey. Like, she has been <laughs> risen out of her grave. It's like, girl, where have you been? You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's embarrassing. Like, what if she really did go death from gonorrhea? Like, Oh my God! Right, gonorrhea. Well, I've never thought about that, but you can really her. go deaf from gonorrhea. Like, you really can. Well, I mean, go if you go deaf from gonorrhea, it's like really like how long have you had gonorrhea? Because like that means your ass hasn't been to the doctor in a couple of years, and a few, and more than like three or four years. Because you know, you wouldn't know if you had gonorrhea. Your pussy would be itching, you'd be scratching. I mean, you wouldn't know if you had a disease. Something won't be right down there. So there is no reason for you to sit up there and be like, oh, I'm going deaf now. Like, no, bitch. Like, if you had a disease, you should know your body well enough as a grown-ass adult to know mm-hmm. that if you had some some type of STD in your system, to go and get yourself checked out. Like, so yeah. what are you doing? Just sitting up there, like, what the, like acting like you crab lady, just scratching and stuff like that and nothing is happening? No, bitch, you're going to go and get checked. That makes no sense. And I don't right. believe that she went deaf from gunnery. She went deaf because she was listening to her music too loud. Like, that just sounds ignorant to me. Like, don't be stupid. Like, you didn't go deaf from gunnery, bitch. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> just um, don't. But, yeah, that was a crazy-ass topic, y'all. We're going to move on to the next one. Yeah. Uh, CNN is it reporting. Is nasty. nasty. Huh? Nasty. They nasty. They nasty. Okay, sorry. Wow, you're so goofy. <laughs> CNN is reporting Chance the Rapper met with Illinois' governor after their Twitter oh. exchange. Chance the Rapper met with Illinois' governor, Bruce Rauner, Friday to discuss local education issues and his concerns over recent cuts to public school funding. Chicago Public Schools mm-hmm. annou- uh, officials announced last month that they will cut $46 million from the public school budget after Rauner voted a $215 million funding bill in December, that schools were counting to ease their pension burden. Ronner defends his decision blaming state Democrats from backing out of a deal to pass pension reform, but Senate President John Cullerton, a Democrat, denied that there was ever a deal. Chance asked for the meeting um, during a Twitter exchange with Ronner, which began with the governor congratulated the rapper on his Grammy wins last month. Uh, Chance thanked the governor and asked... Um, for a meeting and the two set up a date after the meeting the rapper says he left unsatisfied and he was told a lot of vague answers ending with him telling the governor to take off the table he also wants to hold uh, responsible to two by them posting about him walking down the streets they also should be invested in what goes on in their own communities as well and that's the truth. They all should definitely be invested about what's going on in their own community. It should definitely be, you know, a lot of things just need to be rectified in general. Um, a lot of things are happening. A lot of things are taking place and going on, and people are not being aware, making the situation aware. They don't know. You know, so it's definitely, to me, very important that they go out and, you know, Chance is just such a good individual. And that's mm-hmm. how they all start out. You know, they all start off with, good intentions, trying to change the world, you know, a lot of people be in relationships, and then once that money really start hitting that account, and they start realizing what they can do, then it just gets really nasty, negative, and ugly, so I just hope that Chance, he stay as 
you know, popping as he is, and he consistently continues to do the good things because he's new. He's just getting this new fresh money, and he's doing exactly what everybody else said that they wanted to do, and then they ends up turning around and acting like psychopaths. So I'm really proud of him and everything that he's accomplishing right now, how he's going and how he's meeting at these public schools, how he's not just sitting out there doing interviews or acting like he's better than, you know, everybody else, you know. And it's just it's a really positive thing. Keep going, Chance. You're doing a yeah. great job, you know. And just stay as humble as you are because, you know, sometimes money makes people change, you know, and that's just, it's crazy how how just a little a few you know hundred thousand dollars or a couple million will make you be a whole entire another person. So just do what you're doing. Make sure that you are being the positive influence that you need to be for your family, for your kids or kids, you know, and just do you. At the end of the day, but I, yeah, I I'm proud of him. That, yeah, I do think that he has a good head on his shoulders. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he's having so. like these random outbursts and, you know what I'm saying, and he's, <laughs> you know, being hypocritical. Because you can see that right away where it's just like you, like yeah. people, like Kanye, for instance, it was just like he'll say one thing in his records, but he would live his life totally different. I feel like but looking at Chance, like he legitimately seems like a great guy. And like he just, yeah, you know, he does want to better his community and he is fighting. You know, and the fact of how the governor, who I'm sure he's tried to reach out before, thanking him publicly, he was like, he took the opportunity. He was like, well, I I appreciate that. But look, we need to talk about what's going on, what I'm not about to congratulate you on, what the fuck you doing. You know what I'm saying? So probably him. I do think that, you know what I'm saying, he's going to garner more influence. And by him speaking out now and people are paying attention, I think it's just going to only, you know, build into a better situation. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully this works out because, you know, in these major cities, especially like Chicago, it it sucks. Like the public school system sucks. They are trying to close these schools. They're trying to put thousands of students into one school without Mm -hmm. that textbook. You know what I'm saying? Because they feel like the children don't care. They have, they're appointing people into into these offices and, you know, making them teachers that don't really care, you know what I'm saying, who have to pay back there. You know how teachers get that shit to where if you get a master's degree, if you teach in a public school for four years, you just pay it off. And that's all the fuck they're trying to do. They don't really care about them kids. And, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's just a lot that goes into that. And, and you have to work. It's not going to happen overnight, but it has to be like a constant fight, you know. And I like yeah. that's what he had said on Twitter, too. Because a student had, had um, tweeted him and was just like, thank you for standing up for, uh, for Chicago public schools. And he told the kid, like, you know, this is just the beginning. Like, we have to fight. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to be handed to us. You know what I'm saying? The money's here. But it's, like you said earlier, it's not affecting their children. And it's not affecting their right. lives. So they don't really care. They feel like, you know what I'm saying? Let, let's put all these people in the community and fuck them over and let them eat each other alive. Like, who gives a fuck? Because I don't deal with that. I don't even have to drive past that on the expressway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. Serious shit, dude. It's just... Serious shit. It's so annoying. Like, it's, it's, it's like the same... We have the same conversations, you know? But with his voice, I don't think he's going to turn to Hollywood. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how you could just look at certain people and, and you know what I'm saying... Like K. Michelle, for instance, like when when I felt like when she came into the game, well, she's been around for a long time, but I feel like when she first started garnering like major attention, I was just like, okay, well, it's just a 
<laughs> you can just look and be like, okay, well, it's just a matter of time. But I just feel like with him, I really do feel like he has good intentions and he's going to make the best of his situation, like a Nick if you will. But, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Guys, Lyra, is it Lyra, Jen, or is it Laura? Lyra. Lyra. Lyra Valora responds to the sex tape that's been leaked, stating, y'all ain't never seen nobody suck a dick before? Bitch, we have, okay? Now, outside of Instagram and music videos, actually, you know, yeah, outside of Instagram and music videos, is it, yeah, Lyra Galore did not have much of a name for herself until she began dating Rick Ross. But as soon as she began dating him, a photo emerged of her with Meek Mills. This is, was more even, you know, this is very, uh, excuse me, controversial because he was dating Nicki Minaj at the time. On top of everything else, Meek Mills was dealing with a lot of the Drake beef. And outside of all of this, she pretty much managed to emerge a name for herself. Finally, she addressed her own situation when she uh, did a, the interview with Ayanna Fixed My Life, opening about her rough past. Then she ended up getting caught with Lance Stephenson. Is it Lance Stephenson? Um, yes, Baby Stevenson. Or Stevenson, that's what I was thinking too, but it's not spelled like Stevenson. It's just it looks like Stephenson. So Lance uh-huh. uh, Stevenson, uh, as their sex tape leaked very quickly, the sex tape news and clips, they closed on like a million views in like no time, and the reaction was strong, and um, she pretty much took it to Twitter with a response stating, y'all ain't never seen nobody suck a dick before. Everybody, let's relax. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, everybody is on the gram sucking dick. What is your opinion about everybody being on the gram sucking dick? I mean, it's nothing new. You know, I'm just thinking, like, who leaked it? Because she gives me, like, she would leak that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she, she gives me that, like... <laughs> You know, but it's just like it's just so late. Like sex tastes are so late, especially and it don't work for black women. Like that's what I don't understand. Right. Like why all these women are trying to leak videos. It's just like now your pussy just out here. Now you out here sucking somebody's yeah. dick and it's just like what if you get into a serious relationship? You think somebody's gonna be okay with you being on the internet sucking somebody else's dick? No, nobody's gonna take you serious. No. And you no. did that to yourself. How do you feel about it? <laughs> the new you know, we've seen Nicki Minaj sucking Gucci names. That's actually another reason why I was surprised that his fiance that is not was cool with him working with. Huh? That's not a real photo. Yeah, right. It's anyway, not. It's clearly Photoshop. Well, she was sucking somebody's dick. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't well, her. <laughs> it wasn't? No. It was a well, photo anyway. shot. Like, look at the photo. That, the first of all, the photo's years old, but you can, like, definitely tell it was, like, Photoshop. Like, Lyra well, like Delore. Well, like I was saying before, okay, before I was really interrupted by our other host, Jen Othello Mosby Shams, you know what I'm saying? Because he wanted to get slapped in his mouth. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's been so many photos. I mean, all you do is see sex, sex, sex. I mean, sex sales. So, yeah, there's people on the Internet doing this shit. I feel like her reaction was just like, y'all ain't never seen nobody suck a dick before. Let's relax. Like, it's just like, whatever, bitch, I did that. That's me. Okay, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And it's just like, to me, it's like, why are you such a hoe? Like, you're sitting up there, you're dating uh, uh, Rick Ross. You're sitting up there, and now photos of you and Meek Mills are merging, and then you and Stephen. It's, it's like, I mean, or whoever, not Stephen, but y'all know who I'm talking about. It's like, I can't stand these industry bitches. They have no names for themselves. 
and they just be sitting out here and they get, you know, irritated. I don't like that. I don't like that. Yeah. You know, maybe I, you can call me a hater or you can call me whatever the hell you want to. I know I'm not about to be out here fucking nobody for no money. I mean, I, I, would, I, would, I definitely would say that's hating. I mean, that's just being realistic. It's just like, why is bitches out here and people really look, why, you know what I'm saying? And people really look up to them. You know, yeah. girls want to be like these women out here rock. who that's just sucking and fucking. Like, I was looking at, it's this um, girl named, like, Selena or some shit, and she basically just, like, fucks all these, not even huge rappers. Like, she fucks all these, like, beginner celebrities, you know what I'm saying? And just be, like, posting about that bitch, like, she got, like, 100,000 followers. It's like, it's, like, a lot of people I know, like, just following her, liking her wow. pictures, like, commenting hard faces. I'm like, this bitch is a prostitute. You know what I'm saying? And like, and she looks like a dirty one, and you all are like, really Like, what has the world come to? You know what I'm saying? And that's not, no, hey, and you know what I'm saying? Another one's like Alexis Guy. You know, I follow Alexis Guy because she just got a mouth, and I just want to say, like, who's she going to expose? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, but yeah. I want to follow that bitch all the time. I was just telling somebody yesterday, I was like, I want to follow her so bad, but I feel like she's going to have an outburst, and it's going to be good for the show because I want to hear what she has to talk about. <laughs> But it's just like, but bitch, like, they be else. so fucking annoying. Like, don't be talking about shit. Oh, they, you know, they post <laughs> pictures in a hotel room or at a pool that they know they they know that they fucked somebody to get on. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, having a motherfucker they sucking, who, whose dick sucking, taking the picture for them and flexing like they have this amazing-ass life. And it's like, bitch, somebody had to shit on your damn titties for you to get this damn life. Okay? Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's nasty. Dude, but you know who else, like, just getting off topics, I know this is going to be a throw a random hot one at you, but why is Caesar and Carly Red being caught up in oh, photos together? I'm that. so disgusted with Caesar because Carly Red has fucked everybody in the world that I could think of. And I'm just trying to figure out how is her body parts down there still intact? Like, she might as well, you know what I'm saying, be on the same playing as Scott, getting her pussy remade because she is just nasty. Like, and I'm so disappointed in Caesar. Like, I feel like, you know, like Ted said, I'm so sick and tired. I'm so, so glad that Caesar's over that dreadhead bitch with them chapped ass lips. But in this situation, like, she is much better than Carly Red ever. So I'm so disappointed that. I'm so disappointed in uh, Caesar. Like, what are you doing with Carly Red? Get her out. Like, she is just so old. I saw She's that, so too. Nasty. But, you know, I was thinking, I was just like, well, maybe did she get booed off this season of, like, Love and Hip Hop. So she's trying to make a storyline, trying to get on, like, you know what I'm saying, Black Ink Crew. Like, I feel like there's more so to lame. it. I, I just can't see. Or maybe Caesar is just doing, like, what um, Duchess is doing. Like, just taking pictures, like, with her. Bays of the moment, just to make her jealous, and it's just baby. like I mean, Carly Rae is prettier, even though she's a hoe. She is prettier than Duchess. That's like no shade. She's so it's just old like, as fuck. She's old. She's old and yeah, getting young, old. dick. Honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, dude. I hate you. <laughs> a lot of young, a lot of young dick, dick yeah, daily. This is a I mean, I can go through an entire list of dudes that she's messed around with, but we're not going to do that because that's not even one of our topics. We're going to move yeah. on to a new topic, y'all. <laughs> John, are you going to talk about Meek Mills doing a push-up? Yes, like, during I mean, a series of Instagram. 
during a series of Instagram live videos posted to Meek Mill's account. He tells a homeless man that he would give him $20 for 10 push-ups because he doesn't give out free money. During the video, however, the number of push-ups somehow goes from 10 to 20. Following all the backlash, Rich Moyer uh, from Twitter found the homeless man, and it turns out he has both liver cancer and Parkinson's disease. And the man said if he knew Meek Mill was a rap star, he would have made him give him $5 of push-up, and he would have made Nicki Minaj give him $5. Uh, Rick, Rich Moyer also set up a GoFundMe to help the homeless man as well with the goal of $5,000. And I think at the moment it's like at $2,400, 2200 So, yeah. That's sad as a bitch. You know, I feel like you don't give out free money. Nigga, what the fuck is you talking about? Because motherfuckers gave out free money for them dates. Them janky ass raps that you came up with. And I'm not even trying to come at me meals like he, you know, like I ain't like his shit in the past. But after hearing, I don't give out free money. You finna give a nigga $20 when you got a house on your wrist and a fucking car on your neck? Like, I just want to just fuck and slap this shit out of him. Cause that's just cool. You don't sit up there in a lot. Like, I mean, like me personally, I, me and my husband talked about this earlier today, and he said, I would have gave the man $20 and kept it moving and just prayed that he did something positive with it because I ain't got time to sit up there and see him do 20 push-ups. <laughs> and I was just like, right. You know, like, Meek Mills, you sat up there, you told this man to give you 10 to 20 push-ups because you don't have time to watch him. You know what I mean? You don't have time to, I mean, because you don't give out free money. Like, you, so you said, you clowning this man that got liver cancer and Parkinson's disease. Like, that's disgusting to me. I just, I'm just, how unhumbled are you? In, in five or ten years, 20, 15 years, you can be in the same damn position, and somebody's going to sit up there and be like, no, nah, I don't give out free money, young blood, you know, old blood, because in, in 15, 20 years, Big Mill's going to be an old man. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's going to be, you know, it's not going to be popping. So it's just like, do what you need to do. Stop acting childish. Why wouldn't you? And I'm not trying to say you should be giving out your money for free. I'm not trying to say anything like that. But I'm just trying to say, you see this man, you see a bum, you see me on the street, you see he needs some money. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is ridiculous. What if you can do the push-up? Hell, I know it's real hard for me to do a real push-up. I'm shit. Okay. Shit, I'm out of shape. No. I don't know if I can do twenty. I don't know if I can do twenty push-ups at one time. So I can't even like, do two. And this motherfucker got two diseases <laughs> out here. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like if you got yeah. the cash in your hand, like, and don't get me wrong, I'm not. I am kind of the same too. It depends on how I'm feeling. You know, I know it's kind of bad. You know, but I don't really feel like being bothered like with homeless people. You know, and yeah. you know what I'm saying, and, and dealing with all of that. And yeah, if I have the cash in my hand, okay, sure. But I'm not gonna dig in my pockets for you. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, and it does get annoying to where. Yeah. I understand you you have diseases and not talking about Parkinson's, but like, you know, like with drugs, because I, I do look at that, drug abuse. I do look at that as a disease as well. You you know, you have to work on your habit. But it's just like, what does that have to do with me? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I have bills I have to pay. And I don't want to <laughs> give you this money. Like, that shit adds the fuck up. But sometimes, I mean, if I'm in a good mood and, or if I have the cash in my hand, you know what I'm saying, then I'll do it. But that is annoying. Like, you know what I'm saying, like, walking past and motherfuckers just asking for shit. And it's like, no, leave me alone. I really don't want to be bothered right now. Like, I get annoyed right. with, with the Girl Scouts outside of Walmart. 
No shade. I'm like, damn, I don't even want to buy these damn cookies. <laughs> but you kind of feel like you're forced to. Like you kind of feel like you're forced to. No, I mean, I like, I like, um, I like, what is it? The caramel delight. And when I bought the cookies, they didn't even have a damn caramel delight. It's like, okay, well, I still have to buy cookies, like, because it's like these little girls. Yeah. Yes, sir. And I try to ignore them. Maybe I'm a talker with headphones. Like, I, I don't see that. <laughs> but that's and annoying. Me, like, when they be having nobody. like that shit outside of Walmart. Yeah, that is irritating. I know, I don't know, one time they was like, excuse me. Excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me. I was like, yeah. She was like, uh, would you like to buy cookies? They're five dollars a box. No, ma'am, I cannot. Geo, my son is like cookies. No, we won't be getting those cookies today, baby. Because you know why? Because we just paid two hundred and thirty-seven dollars and twenty-six cents on all this goddamn food in this cart, and I don't have the extra money to pay for no damn cookies. So, with that being said, let me push this damn cart onto the car, pack this groceries in the trunk, get you in the car seat. And let's get to driving home, okay? I don't, I cannot okay. afford it. You know, it's expensive. And my sister is so funny. And I also, I'm trying to, you know, get my weight and stuff together. So my sister, she gonna tell me the other day, like, yeah, my Austin Angelina, what the fuck is this? I see four boxes of cookies. Oh yeah, mom, I just bought some Girl Scouts. They have that five dollars a box. I was like, girl, you ain't trying to get fined as hell for the, uh, for Vegas, are you? Because you ain't, you can't be sitting up there eating all these cookies. Thinking that you're gonna be looking good as a bitch in Vegas, uh uh-uh, uh, baby. She just started laughing at me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I do understand that for real. But it is it, it is annoying, you know. It is annoying. Um, Meek Mills is a psychopath. But anyways, we're gonna talk about. Uh, and and he's talking about he don't give away money for free. Well, I guess I'm like I was gonna say tip strippers, but I mean they are shaking their ass and they you know, working for it. So <laughs> I, I never mind. I take that back. I take that back. <laughs> So, guys, we're going to talk about Tiny Harris. She actually becomes the first female to own a co-ed basketball team. This is really cool because despite everything that she's been going through, you know, the divorce and T.I., all of that, that does not distract her from, you know, doing from the businesswoman and making these great business moves. Friday, March 3rd, she's going to share a photo from her deal signing and revealing that she has just acquired a co-ed basketball team in Atlanta. She said that she's proud to be the first female owner of a co-ed professional basketball team league. Thanks to everyone in this picture for helping me make the this monumental boss move. I'm excited to share this with the world and more excited uh, to share this with my city, Pound Atlanta. I'm officially the owner of the Atlantic the Atlanta Hairs, and she used the hashtag very proud Atlanta Hairs Global Basketball Hairs. Atlanta. Hairs. The Hairs. Hairs. Come on, you went you went oh, to Nickelodeon. Listen, I have Bacardi. <laughs> I have Bacardi and juice in my system right now. I don't even know if I'm reading this shit right. Okay, I'm just gonna let you know. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, the new wave boss move queen shit. Lucky seven. And it's just really nice. I'm just really proud of her despite everything that she's going through, even though she's the one who wanted to divorce in the first place. But, you know, despite all of that shit that she's going her. through and everything that's happening, right, exactly. Good for her. Good job, Tiny. Tiny-ass girl, good job. Yes. And she's trying to make a move soon. Now she she got back with Escape. Honey. She's starting this co yep. basketball team, honey. She's divorcing her husband, who been cheating on her left and right. And she has every <laughs> right to because she put him on. 
honey. Yeah. Like, good for her. Good for her. Yeah, that's good. That's good. But shit, our last topic is going to be Hunter Biden drama. So, Jen, hit them with that drama because it's disgusting. <laughs> uh, it Hunter is. Biden, who has admitted that he's in a romance with his dead, with his dead brother's widow, reportedly is demanding that his wife turn over any evidence of her cheating on him during their marriage. According to page six in explosive divorce documents, Hunter, the son of former Vice President Biden, says that he wants his wife of 24 years, Kathleen, to provide evidence of any infidelity, including but not limited to letters, cards, notes, and emails between you and any person that you had a romantic or sexual relationship with other than your husband during the marriage. As Radar has reported, America was shocked to find out Hunter, who's 47 years old, started dating his dead brother's his dead brother Bo's widow, Haley, after Hunter had split from wife Kathleen in 2015. Kathleen had been separated from Hunter since then, finally filed divorce papers on February 23rd. Kathleen claimed in legal documents that Hunter spent more than $120,000 on hookers, drugs, and a dark secret life. RadarOnline.com learned, according to the court papers, Kathleen contended Hunter spent $122,000 in just two months. Um, it's been, it rarely relates to legitimate family expenses, but focuses on his own travel. At times, multiple hotel rooms on the same night, gifts from other women, alcohol, strip clubs, or other personal indulgences. Kathleen said in the papers, which were filed in Washington, D.C., throughout the party separation, Mr. Biden has created financial concerns for the family by spending extravagantly on his own interests, including drugs, alcohol, prostitutes, strip clubs, and gifts from other women with whom he has sexual relations while leaving the family with no funds to pay legitimate bills. She claimed in the following, in his divorce papers, Hunter blamed Kathleen for their split, saying that the only reason the marriage flopped was because she kicked him out. But Hunter has been in a year-long relationship with Haley, the widow of his late brother, Bo, who died tragically from of brain cancer in 2015. The father of former Vice President Joe Biden touched the hearts of Americans when he revealed his intense grief about Bo's death. What in the hell is going on with I'm this a rich family? kid drama. Rich kid drama. No, this is this ain't rich kid drama. This is fucking hillbilly hick drama. This is disgusting. Okay, there is no way in hell that I could ever think about that I would be in my husband's dreams hunting him if I was dead and he started fucking my sister. I'm just gonna let you know. And he will be. I got this hunted ghost of Angel Vandrina will be in his dreams for the rest of his goddamn life and he ever thinks that it's okay to fuck my sister, okay? I'm just trying to let you know right now. This is disgusting. How can you be okay at nighttime looking at your brother, as your ex-husband's brother in his face while you riding his dick? I do not yeah. understand this shit. This is disgusting. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is nasty. No, I mean, it's like, very weird. It's just like, how can you find somebody? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like that's just like even so like on the on the opposite end. Like you know what I'm saying? Like looking at I would never want to deal with somebody that like my brother or like my sister has dealt with. Like to me what? that's just kinda like disgusting. Like you're tainted. Like my sister or slash exactly. or brother, like you know what I'm saying, fucked you. Like that's disgusting <laughs> to me. Like I don't like. I don't know. Like I mean, is that am I the only person that thinks like that? I think that's weird. No, like, you're not. It's a lot of people that think like that, and it's just like, what are you doing? Well, how? Why are y'all so close to the point where you saw, okay, 
I think that I'm gonna just, you know, his the fam. This is over with. You know, he's dead. I think I'm gonna just, you know, sleep with his brother. Like, what made you? What? What gave you the okay to do something so crazy? I mean, I'm mm-hmm. completely disgusted with the family. They need to just all just, you know, go That's back. That's a lot of drama. That is a lot of drama, and I'm not surprised about the whole. You know, but with these elite people, it'd be some of everything going on. So I'm not surprised about the drugs and none of that. It's just, ooh. Exactly. Just juicy, ooh, juicy. Right. This is some so proper shit. Ooh, this is some so <laughs> shit. No, I'm just playing. I'm being a little ugly. Because I'm sleepy. They I'm so them. tired, y'all. <laughs> you got some drinking in your system? Earlier. Um, not right now, but I was drinking earlier, yeah, like a, a hour or two ago. So, yeah, a little Aww, bit. Aww, bad mm-hmm. for you. I know, I know. <laughs> bad news. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this is this is pretty disgusting, you guys. And I'm overall, I'm like, wow, what is going on with this right here? But you know, people, it's it's so crazy because what they say. Like when I've actually heard of this happening before, like when a brother or a sister passes away, like you know that next family member, that next of kin, that comes to take care of you, you know, and they actually come and they take care of you, you know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. it's disgusting, you know, and it's just like I can never see, you know, me or anybody that I know. I know a couple of hoes that'll probably want to fuck my nigga, you know what I'm saying, and me and him, we got divorced, or if something, if I die, you know, they, oh, you know, Angel died, let me go and, you know, take care of Sam, you know, bitch, I'll slap your right. ass right in the dreams of the death, you know, but it right, is people okay. that will do that. I do know a couple of people I feel like will do some shit like that, but overall, like, I'm not right, but you one of them motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying, I just, Girl, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just bullshit. But, but no, seriously, it's just like if people are crazy, people crazy, and it's just just make sure that you you know be careful around who you have around your family. People they just sometimes in there for the gold, you know. And I feel like that's why she's into it. But anyways, enough about these nasty hoes, you guys. And Jen, we're gonna go into that confession question of the day. What is the best way to handle drama in a professional environment? I know you had some drama a little while back in the professional environment. You know I had some drama. So let's talk about the drama. Um, I mean, I can't really go into like word for word because people of that, course, of course. Know, people listen to the show that I work with, but you know, but you can kind of into you can kind well, you can kind of tell like shit is tense. And, you know, people have issues that's deeper than the issue that they should have with you. I think it's just best to, and I'm learning this on my own, you know, with me being from the hood and me just not, never wanting to stand down when I feel like I'm being disrespected, you know, if you like working where you work at, or if you need to work where you work at, like in my case, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't really like right. it too much. Um right. You just have to do what you have to do. You have to suck it up and just deal with it and, you know, be the bigger person. If it's getting out of hand, you know, pull that person to the side and just be like, you know, you're being a little disrespectful. It's how you say it. Like in my case, I feel like a lot of time with the certain people, it's just like, it's not really, it's how they say shit. To me, it's just coming, it comes off a of kind of like condescending or like they're looking down to me, you know what I'm saying? And I'll be wanting to cuss their ass the fuck out, but, you know. 
I need to work Absolutely. my job. So, you know, I need to save money. So I just think it's just best to be the bigger person and realize that, you know, your job isn't your life. You know, you are paid to deal with these motherfuckers, even if you don't like them, you know, and enjoy your life outside of work, you know. What yeah. about you? Oh, <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> um, I feel like as far as handling drama in a professional environment, I've had a ton of drama at my job before. I remember one woman actually told me that she would spit on me, like, and I'm just looking like, what I wanted to say to her was, bitch, I will beat your ass. You know what I'm saying? If you ever think that you can <laughs> anything at me, you know, but I feel like handling um, drama in a professional environment, you have to stick to what you know. You have to make sure that at the end of the day, you cannot allow somebody to snatch I want you to take snatch food out of the mouth of your family. You know, you know you need to pay for this. You know that it's very important. You know that it's, you know, you have to still get these bills paid. So at the end of the day, you don't want to sit there and allow somebody to take you to a point where you can end up losing your job because, especially if you're a minority, you're a minority, you know that they're not about to listen to what you got to say. They're not about to go with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you need to just make sure that at the end of the day you're securing your position you are handling it in a professional environment. And that's also another reason why you need to be educated. When you're ignorant, you're not really educated like that. You'll sit up there and you'll go into a position and you'll just go off or go in or, you know, you'll act like you're still somewhere outside in the hood, you know. And it's like, no, this is not the professional way. You can't handle this environment like that. You need to sit up there and make sure that you're talking to these people and you kill them with communication. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people, they sit up there and you talk and you make sure that you, what you said, oh, well, let me tell you how I'm going to rectify this situation. What I'm going to do is I'm not going to hand, I'm not going to sit up here and allow you to disrespect me this way. You know, you mm-hmm. talk to them, you come, you care about communication, you keep it moving, you know, and after that, then you should be good to go. Don't worry about what else, because I, it's, it's, I remember even one time a woman at my job, and this was actually recently, she came up to me and she was like, I don't ever see you doing nothing. I can see you sitting at that work. Sometimes I see you bobbing your head. So I don't know what people are talking about. I was looking like, what the hell are you talking about? I, I was thinking like, why are people sitting up there talking to you about me and what I'm doing? I come to work every damn day. I don't really talk to nobody. I make sure my work is complete. When I leave my job, yeah, I might leave at 1 o'clock in the afternoon or 2 o'clock or even 3.30. Hell, sometimes even 4. That's none of nobody else's business. My job is done. I'm not going to sit here and sit on the clock and get paid while for no reason at all. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't mind to. But, you know, the managers, they walking back and forth. Your work is done at 1 o'clock. They see. They can look inside, you know, at your work and see if it's done or not. I'm not about to be sitting here on the clock when I got other things that I need to do. Don't worry about me. Worry about you. And I know my old manager mm-hmm. always used to say all the time, mind your own business. And that's what people they need to do, mind their own business. And, I, when and you that's mind your own business, mm-hmm. Yep. And when you mind your I, own business and you're doing your own work and you're getting your stuff done, you ain't got to worry about what somebody else is doing because you minding your own. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about me. Worry about you, baby. But what, Jim? No, I was going to say, and that's just a trait that we. I feel like we have as black people. Like, I think that's a difference. I think and we work, you know, yeah. like we just, and I feel like everybody else, they be wanting to like, you know, boss people around and, you know, telling people how this, how they should do shit. And it's just like, do your fucking job, you know, especially like with me, in my case, I, in my 
department, I've been there the longest, you know. And it's just like oh, wow. even though I'm one of the youngest there, you know, I still – it's a reason why. And the environment that I work in is very intense. So it's a reason why I've lasted this long. So don't tell me what the fuck to do, okay? I, I exactly. Got this, you know, I got it. And, and it's just exactly like – and they will sit there and just – and they'll make it seem like you're lazy and you don't do this. You don't do, and it's just like, I mean – it, you know, and that's and that's another thing that I have to realize, like, especially with, with this whole, and where we're trying to go to podcasting, you know, I have to stop letting what people say bother me, you know, yep. there's yep. going to be a lot of people, and there always have been people that haven't liked me, you know what I'm saying, and it's not going to get any easier, and I just need to just, you know. Keep pushing, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them all, <laughs> fuck all them bitches, fight for real. If I can slap the shit out of them, I I would. But it's just not worth it. It's not worth this coin. It's not worth this coin. It's not worth a lawsuit. I'm not trying to go to jail. I just watched the yep. what's his name, Khalif Browder story, honey. So I ain't trying to deal with none of that bullshit. Like, <laughs> no. No, I feel you. And what you what you said also, and when you were stating that, you know, you're one of the youngest people. I am. In my department in circulation and billing finance, I am the youngest individual in my department. Not only am I the youngest individual, but I'm the only African-American. It's like, okay, you know, and a lot of people, they, when I first got to the job, you know, we would take walks and stuff like that. I've been in my job for two years. You know, I would sit up there. We would take walks. We would have a good time and stuff. And then I branched off. You know, I learned how to do my job myself. I'm not in training no more. And, you know, I can't, I got developed new friends in different parts of the uh, job and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, now y'all got an issue with me because I don't want to sit out there and go on a walk with you all or, you know, because I got school work or because I'm, you know, leaving because I got a kid and you are unable to have kids. Like, it's so many different variables that come in with this. The reason why I, I feel like people, they dislike me or, you know, they detest me or whatever the case may be. But it's like I don't have time to sit up there and try and, baby you guys and I feel like because I don't because of particular decisions I've made that made it made room for the other people to be promoted in different positions and get particular areas that I may have wanted and just stuff like that and it's just like you know what let me just go ahead and find me a new job and stop playing games because I don't have time for this so yeah I've been searching lately you know we just going to see what happens because if I can give me another job with the same more money because I have a degree whereas y'all don't have any, you know what I'm saying, then I feel like I will be in a better position. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got time to be sitting around playing games. Let me get what I need to get. I'm you know, I deserve better. And the job yeah. got roaches. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> roaches. They got roaches in that bitch. I'm not talking about no little fucking baby roaches that you might find and you know your house. <laughs> I'm talking about big ass cockroaches that you might find in the fucking sewers. They have oh roaches. They have water bugs in that fucking building. I'm so ready to leave, y'all. I'm just trying to let you know it's disgusting. Even in the bathrooms, you be just looking like, oh, you trying to take a piss. Next thing you know, big ass roach come out. The flying roaches. God damn it, they flying roaches too. I'll be like, ah! Let me hurry up and get out. Oh my god! And then janitors are getting fired left to right. They not putting fucking. Uh, soap inside the little things where you wash your hands at, so you got to go to another bathroom. It's just so nasty. I'm just so over this job, y'all. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, guys, we are going to get ready and end the show. 
Jenna, unless you have something else to say, I know you probably got a confession. I do not have a confession this week, which is random because usually I do have, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I I mean, just the same shit I've been saying, you know, I really want to just get to work and just not get like physically get, get to my job, but just get to work and like in my life and just, you know, yeah. I'm going to be off until Thursday. So that's a nice little break for me and, that, you know, just get caught up on a lot of things, you know. What about you? Did you have a confession this week? No. My uh, well, shut the hell up, okay? <laughs> the only thing I have to confess is I'm super excited, guys. Now this may not be a big deal to you all, you homeowners, anything like that. But today, my husband and I, we were able to purchase our very first washer and dryer. And to me, you know, being a 26 year old, you know, woman, being able to purchase her first washer and dryer where she can move it along, go put it in a home, you know, whatever the hell I want to do with it. That was really big. And it's not like I purchased it used. It's a brand new. You know, I went to Menards, and I was able to get it. So I'm truly blessed to be able to, like I said, purchase this without any additional financing, you know, issues or anything. like. I'm just super happy about that. And, you know, for me, more to come. I just can't wait to get to, into the house in a couple months, pay these bills off and get caught up with everything else. And it's just overall an amazing experience. I'm really happy, you know, that me and my husband are knocking things out and doing it. And I'm just also, you guys, my confession is I'm just really thankful to have a husband like the one I got. Like, he is just such a good dude, y'all. Like, and he fucks me right, so, you know. <laughs> Oh my god, so dramatic. So dramatic. No, but but seriously, um, it's just a blessing to have a good person like that. We've been together this year, going on eleven years, and he's just a really yeah. awesome individual. So, you know, and I'm only twenty six, so you know, we've been together since we were kids. You know, so mm. yeah, that's that's my confession. You know, I just really am thankful for having a man like him around, raising his son to be a good dude like he is and you know, despite all the drama and issues that he went on, you know, with his life and his parent, his dad, you know, he's still a, a good individual, strong man, and, you know, handling his business and getting it popping, y'all. So, yeah, that's that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. Black love, honey, black love. Black love, baby. He's a black man. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, guys, we're going to get ready to end the show. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us this evening. Um, make sure you guys tune in and listen to the show again. Next time we will be hosting this show, we'll be on Thursday, March 9th. Yes, this is going to be already the second week in the month. And, you know, in March is going to be going to come and leave just like that. Make sure you guys tune in March 9th. <laughs> Same time, 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern, with your host, Angel Vandrina and Jen Mosby. Send y'all yeah. confessions. So, once again, we have not gotten any confessions yet, okay? We've been doing this show since last June, okay? Make sure you guys send us your confessions. We are coming up we on We want to hear it all. Mm-hmm. We want to hear from you. We want to hear y'all confessions. We want to hear about the drama. It's the crazy. Three months, three months will be like, have been doing this for a damn year. We have yeah. been back on the road. Back on the road. <laughs> on the oh, road again podcasting shit For a year you know? And I'm just so yes. happy Like it's a good time to get on here And talk to y'all without the technical difficulties Because we had a couple today Like just uh, all of, I'm glad it was all on my side Because <laughs> usually yes. it's like I, like Something happens on me and then it's like Something happens on your end and it's just like yes. We're struggling throughout the show You know but it's just <laughs> like Oh it, it just gets frustrating. I'm just like, damn, like, can we just have just a normal show with no, like, you know what I'm saying? God. God. 
yeah. But thank you all still for even with all the bullshit. Y'all still listening yeah. every weekend. You know, we thank notice you. in the viewership is just growing and, you know, my friends and, you know, my family and just, you know, outside people, you know, just hitting us up and letting us know, like, you know, that they That's enjoy right. the show. It really does mean a lot, you know, and it gives us the strength to just keep, you know, doing this, even though it can be two people to this motherfucker. We're going to still keep it pushing because you want to know why. That's right. One of them two people, we're going to say something they need to hear, honey. Exactly. Yeah, You're honey. right. You're right. <laughs> Love you guys so much once again. Thank you so much for tuning in this evening. This is your host, Angel Vandrina. And I'm your host, John Mosby, and you are listening to Confession Session. <laughs> Good night, y'all. Thank y'all for everything. Thank y'all so much. Now, let me go ahead and try to close this show out. Or, oh, Miss Angelica, did you want to close the show out? Because I don't know what the sure. fuck. Oh. Oh, Good night, yeah. y'all. <laughs> It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer All the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.